This is the Grandastic Podcast. I think we are on. Welcome to Grandastic, Josh. Nice. <laughs> All right. Actually, I am going to put a shirt on. <laughs> totally fine. Love Happy it. Happy to be here. Yeah. How's um, your day? Uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say, please excuse the uh, the pop art on the wall behind me, or the whatever commercial art behind me. It's not mine. I'm in an Airbnb, but it is nice gather. just to gather. I'm down to well, gather. We are gathering here on Grantastic. We are. Yeah. Look, the universe. Um, <laughs> um, but how'd your day been? Um, it's in. It's in all right. I had. Um, went for a walk. I had work. Um, I just finished. I just got off my last call today. Not, not three minutes ago. Um, so, you know, it's kind of the, I, I actually, I, I might mid meeting, I might pour myself a cup of coffee cause I'm sleepy. Um, but how, oh, how yeah. about you? How's your day? Yeah, go for it. I'll, I'm here. I can talk. Uh, it's been, <laughs> it's been good. You know, woke up early as usual. Um, went, you know, to my hammock spot and I just, you know, did some reading and some journaling and then worked on my uh my project for one of my classes which is kind of cool where we have to like take like a clip our professor gives us and then we have to create music for the background for it nice that's so, fun yeah never done something like that before but you know it's definitely cool to try to make like a cinema kind of dramatic you know get those violins and and all that good shit but, uh, yeah, it's funny. I saw you posted a story at like 9 a.m. in the hammock. I said, like, dude, this guy's no fucking joke. <laughs> Bro, I, I told you in Astrid last night that I am there. And then I usually will leave like today. I went home, you know, at lunchtime because we have this. But I'm usually there 9 to 6. Like I just do my work. And then if my laptop dies, then I'll go to the coffee shop across the street. And then we charge up and we go back. Back again. Yeah. Just to keep it going. Just because like it's so... I mean, today, this morning, it was so beautiful, the weather and everything. Now it's kind of hot here. In yeah. Tucson. But, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It it's, is hot. We walked earlier and it was, it was hot. Nice. It was hot. Yeah. And it's, uh, it was colder last week, but, you know, what are you going to do? But let's get into this, you know. It's great, you know, they can, people can search Tucson on their own on Google if they want to. Yeah. Um, we're four minutes in and we're live. Yeah, we, we are in this motherfucker, folks. Like, you know, strap your seatbelts on or strap a blanket wherever the fuck you are because this shit's about to get, I guess, well, not cold. It gets hot, but then you wouldn't want that. I don't know. Let's fucking start this shit. Um, anywho, so you're here. Welcome to Grantastic. You know, I think it's crazy how you and I have met and how this has like, and now we're here. Here we are today. So to give some background to everyone, um, I met Josh through London. And how I met Josh through London was one day, I think London, I, it, was, it was me or London, he FaceTimed each other when, when someone started it. And London was in the hospital, London was walking in the hospital into this like room. And that's where I met Josh that one day where he, I guess he just came out of surgery and, um, and, London's just like Josh this guy's from Sacramento too and you were like on drugs and you're like cool man or some something like that but you were just like 
you were you were do you were focusing on you or the drugs or whatever <laughs> it was at that time but um and that's pretty much the story i mean of course we could probably go into more detail about that but you know that's the gist of it and ever since then you know you followed me on insta we we dm'd here and there and then we actually got you know you i think people can understand where this went then we got numbers we text facetime met you in new york uh two years ago when I was a sophomore in college and you showed us around me, Matthew and Haley. And that was the best time ever. <laughs> yeah. The food was good too. Yeah. You know, just going to yeah, new R places. RIP. Um, I forgot what the place is called. But yeah. Oh yeah. You're telling me that, that, that breaks my heart that they went out of business. Um, yeah. COVID man, this awful shit like that, which really sucks. But you know, um, but I guess let's just start about like, cause we're both from Sacramento. What was, cause you're not, what part of Sacramento were you from? You weren't from Carmichael. You said stock. Yeah. So I was born actually on Mayfair Air Force Base, which is up in Rancho Cordova. Um, okay. And then we, my family moved cause my dad was in the military, but we, when we moved back to Sacramento, I was in seventh grade or going into the seventh grade mm -hmm. and we moved to my grandparents' house. Um, and that was in College Greens, which is right by Sac State, um, um, like off La Riviera Drive. Yeah. You know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, but then, it was, so I was there for two years. And then in high school, we moved to um, right off of Howe and Arden by Arden Mall um, in these townhomes uh, across the street from like the Dome Theaters and the Ford dealership. Um, okay, through yeah. there. Yeah. And then, you know, you just didn't move. You just stayed there. And then you went to, where did you go to elementary school? Seventh grade. Um, for middle school, um, no, I went to the school would, I was there was called All Hollows, um, okay. which is a Catholic school um, off of the like 65th Street. Um, and then it changed its name to John Paul II after I left. Oh. Um, and I think now John Paul II is closed as well, but the parish is still open. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, that's crazy. So Catholic school, your whole... I mean, elementary like me. Seventh grade on, yeah. yeah. Well, seventh grade on, middle, elementary, middle. I went. It, it, it was military public school, you know. Okay, so okay. Uh, Department of Defense school system. Mm -hmm. And then for y'all, you like even crazier fact with the universe. Uh, even though Josh and I both from Sacramento, we both we both went to the same high school, Jesuit yep. high school. All, all, all boys. Yeah. Yeah, men for others, man. You know how. <laughs> How well, it yeah, is. it's funny, like Ladybird, right? You're the, yeah. the the kid in Ladybird. That's that's the school that we went to, um, yeah. or the sister, the brother's the school. Sister school, St. Yeah. Francis. Yeah. The yeah. crazy part is the house they filmed is down the block from me. Like, yeah, you live in a nice fucking neighborhood, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, Isak people, yeah, Isak, yeah, nine one six and all that good City shit. City of trees, formerly known. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's not the place to be the city of trees. Even though we have <laughs> trees, I feel like there's better places that deserve that name. Like Tahoe. Well, they changed it, right? It's like now it's the, what is it? Food to farm or farm to fork capital. I, that, the fork part sounds familiar. I, I don't keep up with Sacramento anymore ever since I left. I don't know what's happening there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. And I guess because you graduated when at Jesuit? Oh, nine. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. I graduated. Yeah. I graduated, I think 17 or eight. yeah, 17. I must. Yeah. Be, yeah. So when I was there, they had not, uh, what they had just finished building the, um, the cafeteria, the new cafeteria. Oh. And they, 
um, while I was there, uh, they were trying to get funding for the chapel that's now there, like the Hellenized chapel. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. It's like, damn. Yeah. That's yeah. The, the, the gap. Yeah. I, I keep forgetting that, you know, the age and everything, but it's whatever. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I mean, but did it's you say your head over here? Yeah. <laughs> bro, you know, whatever, old head, old soul. I, I'm with it. You know, I'm all for it. But would you say your education you valued and has it helped you? Like, you know, because we'll get into what you do and everything, but like everything yeah, you yeah. at Jesuit to get you to NYU, yeah. um, like the writing. Yeah, that's a good question. So the, interestingly enough, um, I, um, so I didn't get into AP English at Jesuit. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I had, I had, I, my favorite teachers there were my English teachers, my freshman and sophomore year, uh, Mr. Hornback and Mr. Shakley. Yeah. Um, they were the best. Um, and then I, um, I, um, uh, and Shakley always had this thing about form and content and he would, we, you know, we talked a decent amount. Um, and he, <laughs> he, he told me often, he's like, you're, he's like, Erwin, you're a content guy. You're not a form guy. And, um, AP English, you know, English three is, um, it's all about form. It's grammar. And, um, I just, he wasn't wrong. I had my, my, you know, I would like to think that I, I like missed grammar in my schooling because I moved and I don't remember ever learning that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, be that as me, I probably just could have spent more time writing my essay to try to get in. But anyway, so, um, you know, uh, shout outs to Mr. Shakley and Mr. Hornbeck. Um, I will say that I don't think my work at Jesuit prepared me uh, at all. Um, for from a writing standpoint for anything um, although uh, Hornback's poetry class was useful and then like some of the uh, the readings were, were were useful but I don't think that like Jesuit definitely didn't bring out my like it shakily had this project called poetic vision but I don't think Jesuit brought up my like, creative side by any you know by any stretch of the imagination um, okay, but, yeah. I, but I learned a lot I mean it's not to say that it, you know I learned tons of shit the, the, the education was uh, valued but like it didn't help you where you are now i mean would you say i guess that's where nyu came in that's where you yeah. really formed yeah it. i think that i i think with high school what i learned there what, what was i wasn't as smart as i thought i was um i thought i was like a, a brilliant coming to high school and then i when i got there i was like holy shit there's people that are significantly or at the very least like more educated than i am um, and at the time, I think I perceived that as them being smarter. Maybe they, I mean, there's we, there's a lot of smart kids in our schools, you know. Um, but um, in short, I think that I what I got the most out of high school was our. I mean, we had our teachers really cared about us. Yeah. Um, which is like the luxury of being going to a, an expensive high school. You know, your teachers are paid to care about you. Um, and um, and also, I, I got I had a lot of. Um, because I did work study, I got to meet a lot of like other outside characters at, at high school as well. And I think that getting to know the priests really well, getting to know the, 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 the custodians or the kitchen workers also was really beneficial to me as well. Anyway, yeah. long story short, um, no, I, I would recommend it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. No, I, we want, we want to know the details here. Fill <laughs> the tea. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think, the people there, like the school and the teachers actually do care for you because yeah. there's times where I was struggling for sure in some classes and like, let's take chemistry, for example. God, I did not think I was going to pass. I was like, oh my fucking <laughs> God. But then, you know, I did. I mean, I went to like, you know, office hours or whatever, you know, even at lunchtime. And um, 
My teachers were there. I, I'm blank. I yeah. want to say her name, but I've got Miss Gold. Yeah, Gold. It's Gold. And if I'm wrong, or Gould, it's Gould. Miss Gould. Shout out to her. Um, she she spent the time to explain shit to me, like and like because yeah. I'm a visual learner. Um, she would draw on the board, but like at lunch or whatever, she would like spend her lunch drawing everything for me and breaking it slowly. And I was just like you should be paid more because I feel awful that you have to do this for me. But like, she loves her job and she helped me and we did good in the class. And with her, I appreciate, and that's the thing I love about like teachers, like they really do inspire you, especially now in college. Like yeah, my, yeah, yeah. they really like, you see all this, like, I don't know, especially when you get into your high elective classes, like me right now, my last year, like me and my teachers are just like we're like bros you know um one of my teachers said he'll come on here and i'm just like hell yeah and um we built this connection you know like of course you know he's my teacher and like you gotta have that like um i don't know what the word i'm looking for maybe not like you know relationship you know there's a boundary but at the same time we can have that friendship which is beautiful yeah. and um yeah I, mean, I had i had teachers um I mean, so when I was in high school, there were my, my family life wasn't the best. And there were definitely like I had teachers talk to my counselor and then they like I had like my, I had like counselor slips waiting for me when I came in. Like I got to they, I would like miss class. They'd be like, oh, go to talk to Mr. Satius. Like, OK, like and yeah. then I would be like, I didn't know like what was going. I didn't know why they like picked me to do that, you know, but they did. And it was, you know, it was I appreciated it. Yeah. Yeah. Jesuit is definitely a family. They do care for their students yeah. who, you know. And that's something that I, I definitely appreciate and I value a lot. And I think um, my brother appreciates too, because I have siblings, as you know, Ian and Lolly. And, you know, Ian really seeing where he is today, he has flourished. He, he's his own man or young man. I don't fucking know what we want to call it, but, you know, he's there and I'm proud of him. And yeah, it's truly beautiful. And then, you know, college is great. And then I guess because you went to, where did you go to grad school again? New Jersey. Yeah, so I went to Rutgers Newark for grad school. And those, um, so, go ahead. Oh, sorry. For fiction. No, yeah, okay, fiction. fiction. And for those teachers, you know, yeah. what was there a difference from undergraduate professors to graduate professors? Because now you're kind of honing into your like profession. Yeah, yeah. So my in undergrad, I had a lot of great professors, but um, one in particular made a big impact on me. Um, P.G. Kane, who is a writer as well. Um, he writes um, romance novels uh, and like middle grade fiction. Um, super cool guy. Um, but he um, was more similar. I think since he was a, he is a writer. Um, but I would say that like my teachers at Rutgers Newark, I mean, they're like you know, samurai specialists, you know, like uh, John Keane is a legend, uh, Alice Elliott Dark is a legend, uh, Jan Phillips is a legend, for sure, um, Akil Sharma, like these are, you know, Jim Goodman, I mean, these are great writers, like writers of our time, for sure, and um, yeah, I mean, they, um, yeah, that's yeah. it, that's what I got. No, for sure, and I mean, through these teachers and everything like i guess or even just for you you're just style like when you because you're a writer and you do as well poetry am i right on no okay scratch that you're a writer we'll keep that what is your process when you like because 
I think writing's cool, but I can never get it because I you gotta like I'll 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 just kind of go everywhere. I won't like you know keep you know in a, like a ordering fashion way when you write. So like when you try to write or you know just build ideas like. I guess like what's a writer mind like? I'm just so fascinated with that. Like how do you process things when you come up with stuff? Not to give every secret away, but just No, there's, there's no secrets. Um I think every I think first I think I don't think there's like a, there's so many different types of writers. I mean there's there's a big difference between somebody I mean you think about like movie directors or music people who make music. Like the difference between like with music, the difference between say a Drake or an Ariana Grande versus like an Aphex twin or like um you know um yeah, Brian, you know. Marco, yeah or, or yeah you know whatever like you can kind of um it's like they, there's such a difference between even just like pop and not pop but i mean i think that for me to end i think a lot of young writers maybe all right i don't know i think it, it's more often than not coming from life experience and some sort of um if it's not maybe if it is genre fiction i don't know but it's it's usually coming out of some sort of trauma <laughs> That you're trying to figure out in your own life and then i think that's when they're it kind of bifurcates whether people write poetry or they write memoirs or they write non-fiction essays about things they care about or they write fiction that's loosely based on their life or fiction that's um at doesn't seem based on their life but it secretly is you know what i mean like there's a lot of so anyway so i think you always start with lived experience um you always like are starting from a place of whatever you're looking at um like how you kind of project sort of life experience onto the things you're looking at and then focusing it i mean some of that just comes with like similar to you, right? I mean, if you're listening to a pop song, you know, you know, they're usually yeah. three, three or four minutes. There's like, you know, a bridge, there's a hook, those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, and I think with, with writing, you don't have to approach it that way. I think some people do, some people don't. The way that I kind of approach it is, uh, and something that people have described writing, it's like you're kind of like going through a tunnel with a flashlight. I think as long as you're like, you're trying to kind of like move things forward from a, plot or even just from like a exper experiential standpoint and then you kind of get a bunch of shit on the page and you you know you try to make sense of it all it's not a. It, it's, it's definitely I, yeah, yeah i love it i love it and two points to you just made there the trauma i think like any creativity you know like music writing painting anything i think that's the be beautiful thing about creativity with this kind of stuff it's a it's an outlet that you can express yeah. and then people can feel it is and, that how you is that kind of where from from your perspective is that where that comes from from you as well or i mean it's it's other things too right it's not just trauma but I yeah guess, you know. i mean just like the the main thing is just feelings um uh yeah. i'm not the best with my words um you know i try to avoid saying like because that is a a word that uh, i don't know if it's just californians or whatever it is but that word is so tempting to say and i try to avoid it my grandma would always like when I talked to her, she's like, she would say, <laughs> you said, it, you said like 50 times, she would count the likes and she, she's that type who will just count your likes. And then she's like, all right, you said a 10 here. Um, I'm like, okay. <laughs> then you make you conscious and then you're just like, yeah. shit. But yeah. uh, main you point, can say like as much as you, it's your show, man. Like, first of all. <laughs> no, yeah, no, of course, of course, of course. We, we don't, I just, I don't know, ever, it's just been, ever since my grandma did that, I, it's just always been like that for me, but. Um, it's the same with me with like forks. I, I have trouble, I, I didn't like eating at restaurants for a long time because my aunt would tell me I was holding my fork wrong, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. I just ordered I, a sampler platter, I would just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> finger foods. I feel it. But then you also <laughs> said the part about, you know, uh, 
the flashlight, you know, when you write. I, to me, I feel like that's kind of the same in music, not with pop songs, but with jazz. Mm, um, okay. Just because, of course, you can be in the scale and then you just kind of figure it out. But with jazz, there is no, well, I guess there is a format. But if you're just doing improv or even, or we could just take it to sitar, you know, there is no, you're just there like, you <laughs> yeah, sitar is better. Let's do sitar because I know my jazz, but I, I don't want some fucking like jazz expert coming on here and like, I'm going to do something I'm, I know I'm, I'm confident in speak, speaking upon. So with sitar, um, and I already mentioned this in the last podcast, like fun fact, like the jazz people where improvisation came from was from sitar or was from classical Indian music. That fun fact that all jazz would not have improvisation without India. Uh, so shout out to that. But, um, with sitar that you have basic rules that you only can hit a certain note once after you hit this other note. So you know, there's like little rules, but then from there, it's all improv. You just gotta, and um, with that, that's like a tunnel, like, you know, so yeah, you have your rules, you can hit this note and then to hit that note again, you have to hit these other two notes. But um, it's, it's crazy because it really lets your creativity. And that's the thing I think, I, I, I don't know if you struggle this in like with writing or freestyling or anything, um, but being letting your guard down like being okay to just get it getting everything out on the table and then cleaning it up i was starting off i would always be so like anal about like okay it has to be perfect i gotta make sure this note and i was just like to the point where it's stressing me out i didn't like i would waste so many hours because i was trying to get some perfect note versus just me fooling around and then coming back and saying okay this part goes well here and here and here um yeah that's something i don't know if you yeah yeah for sure uh, i mean i i think when i first started less so because i you know i, I thought i was just like spinning gold you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and then and then i as i started learning more i was like wow like i this is so bad you know and then it became really really i'm still not fully out of that but it's much more challenging to write and i think that um you know at some point you Yes, at least for me, my my take on it has been like, okay, I'm I'm gonna get better at this over time. Uh, one of my professors said it takes like ten years at writing before you kind of know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So if like I'm I've kind of just been like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing, so like I'm just I'm just gonna be okay with just putting the feeling in and then just hoping I can make it better later. Yeah, and just like fuck it, like who, who and who cares, right? If it's if it's not good this time you know that's okay it'll be better the next time you just keep working at it and that's 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 the thing i feel like that's what stands like there's a difference between uh, you or me versus other people or in general like you know not not giving up you know it's good to take breaks here and there when you're burnt or whatever but to to realize that you can't give up on something people think uh certain things like i don't know i don't know for maybe it's for writing but for music people have this imagine like oh it's so easy you know, but really, you don't know what's behind the curtains. So, um, well, that's that's what's funny about writing is I think there's like a two types of two hot takes on writing. One is that like when you read something that like oh I could write that or like it feels like like wizards do it. Like that's mm-hmm. what one of, my friend Simeon says. Like it's it's like the wizard the the, the wizard writers. But it's it really is like it's both. It, it's one I can almost promise. It's like if you're giving it your best effort, it is so 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 challenging um and also it's not like you don't have to be a genius to do it you just have to do it you know yeah Yeah. but in the time and the work i feel it yeah it's cool and then i guess like 
let's 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 get into the freestyle because you have you have sent me some nice freestyles and i feel <laughs> I, I i feel it you know get that jay dilla kind of groove going and then you lay something over that kind of shit I, I feel it um when because like you know you write so but with freestyles like what's your process there just talking about it, you know like are you someone who wants to hit a rhyme like every two bars or four bars or no. rhyme so okay that doesn't matter to you because some artists like I was talking today with one of my friends asking the same question he's like i have to hit the rhyme but then some people i don't think it really give they give a fuck they just want to express whatever they're feeling yeah so it kind of it, that's that's a good question um I'm, i think i'm i'm much more interested in like interesting patterns like the, the the album that excited me so much i remember when it came out was when uh barter six came out when young mm -hmm. thug put that out yeah and that was actually when i was writing my the the uh, making my first attempt at a novel and I remember just being like so impressed at how he can rap just yeah. seemingly like off. It's like off. It's like some of from the sub sub, you know? Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, you know, to, 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 uh, the part when I was younger, when I first started freestyling, like my senior year of high school, um, so that summer, uh, I was more focused on rhyming at the end of, you know, at, at certain bars. And then um, I remember actually London, uh, when we were freshmen at NYU, he um, told me I had to think more about internal rhyme. And then after that, I just like started thinking more about not even thinking. I just got, I just enjoyed playing with patterns more. And then I would just yeah. freestyle on the way to school every day. Yeah. Some, some shady shit right there. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, I like that because, I don't sing or rap. I mean, I've done it on two songs and that's it. And then I'll have like, you know, write some stuff in the journal. But like, I think with the rhyming part, it's like, at least for me, I'll just forget the whole point of the message of the story and then just focusing on hitting the bar of the rhyme to make sure it was clever enough. And then I just like, but then the story changes. It's, it's not even what I was trying to make. And then I'm just yeah. like, God damn. And um, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's very interesting. But then with that, you know, I think, I don't know if you feel this as like a creative person, but like I was talking to my mom about this and like, I feel like anxiety, you know, has increased a lot for like for this generation sure. versus everything. Yeah. And, and I always like, and I don't, and yeah. I always wonder, yeah. What, what, what was that? <laughs> Sounds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think it's kind of incredible. Like how, like I, I wanted to like, because this podcast is about spirituality and love and everything, and then get to know the person and stuff. I like, I'm all for talking about whatever and stuff, but I also want to hit some other topics. Like I think this would be a great one, you know, anxiety, because that's something at least I deal with, you know, especially when mm -hmm. I was young, like I still sometimes get anxiety attacks. You know, I think it's just like we overthink things or stress and, you know, and I know my little brother and some of his friends watch this and I know my brother deals with some of this stuff and, I guess like as wise Josh is here right now, like, you know, um, I mean, just because you live life, you know, and just like your experience with anxiety, you know, what, what do you think you would give to someone? Because I feel like there's so many things people can do. And I, you know, I, I guess anxiety, those like headspace apps could work. You know, I think, you know, just going outside, uh, drinking water and just going on a walk can make a difference. But Oh, yo, drinking water. Actually, you know, matter of fact, I'm gonna get some water right now. Go for um, it. Um, while I answer, these headphones are pretty cool, so I can oh. talk. You know, oh. while I walk. Oh wow! Uh, Look at that. <laughs> and there it is. Um, 
Where did yeah, he no, go? I, uh, <laughs> I am. Um, I think that I, you know, growing up in a in a conflicted household for sure. Um, I, you know, it's interesting. I think uh, I don't think I was born an anxious kid, but I think that I, you know, you you become anxious because of things that happen to you, or you know, environments that you're in a lot when you're growing up, and then or you know, as time goes on. Um, and I think. Um, when I was in high school, I didn't know that I was anxious and in college, I don't think I, I knew that I had a lot of feelings, but I don't think I knew that I, and and also anxiety is like a, it's not a light term, you know, and I want to be careful as to how I'm using it because one, I haven't been diagnosed. Um, and also I, um, I, I don't, um, met, take medicine or anything like that. I mean, I smoke weed, but I mean, I think that, um, exercising, drinking water, and and just trying to be tender with myself is what kind of keeps me afloat. Um, and then when I'm not doing those things, and um, I'm putting too much pressure on myself, or I'm like in a grocery store um, or whatever, um, you know, you just I, I'm lucky. You know, I think I, I think if I if I feel myself feeling that way, I can usually kind of pull myself out. Um, but that's that's good. You know. Yeah, people, I think I'm very fortunate. Yeah. Because some people like you can get stuck in your head. And I mean, just speaking for my own, like, yeah, anxiety is, well, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's not from, I mean, I do get anxiety and it does suck. But then I, you know, I just look at 10 objects or whatever, and I calm down and I have, I have my rituals that gets me out of my funk. But nice. I think, I think, you know, that's great. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it it took time to figure this shit out and like, um, you know, shout out to Oprah, you know, uh, that's an inside joke people, but to give some backstory, when I had weed anxiety or a bad trip, I would just watch Oprah and that shit made me feel better. So that's why that's the joke behind Oprah. But, (laughs) um, speaking off anxiety, just because, uh, I don't know. I wasn't diagnosed either, but with, you know, um, I don't know if it's, I want to say depression, but like there's times where I can get really gloomy, like sad. Um, it, it hits, it hits at night. I don't know for anyone else, but like I could be great, happy, sunny, and then weird, like the pumpkin patch or whatever the fuck the, um, metaphor is like, it just hits and, um, just the sadness. And I, I wonder, like, you know, social media does play a role. And I think that's what it was in high school for me and maybe for other people. But even still, I think like, I don't, this is not true. I don't I want I don't want to say I don't go on social media because I do go on social media. I took off notifications on social media. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. and that's and that made a huge difference. But I feel like, there's this yeah, but do you check like after you post something though do you probably like you check it like a million times right to see how many likes there are is I, that like is that well, just me oh that? no 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 that was definitely high school grant that is still grant today kind of but at the same point i only get 20 <laughs> i get 20 or 50 likes you know um that's a lot isn't it well it's not relative well i mean it doesn't matter i mean whatever <laughs> it is but i'm just it's just kind of weird how you had two thousand followers and you only get 50 it's just a little uh, I, see, yeah, I see i see yeah you know i'm just like the, i'm like the math the math yeah, sorry, yeah <laughs> but but everyone who looks at my story i hit like around a thousand so i'm just like you know not hating but you know what are you all doing when you see the posts i'm just saying but it's it's funny with that because when i post a picture of me or like with us 
or um, something that has nothing to do with my music or this podcast. It blows it out, right? It, it goes crazy. I get, <laughs> I get like at least 500, 600 likes. But when it has to do anything with Grantastic or anything, no one wants to show the fucking love. <laughs> and, when, uh, when, you were, when you were younger, was it different? Did people like the other stuff more when you were first putting out music? That's what, I mean, I think, yeah, but people were taking it as a joke, though. People thought this was like, you know, uh, they, they were kind of making fun of it. And um, so that's why they liked it and stuff. And to me, it, it was whatever. I mean, I got the like, but um, yeah, nowadays. That's an interesting. That's a really interesting psychological. Yeah, we can dive, let's dive deep. If you want to ask me whatever, like, all right, we're, 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 well, what no, no, no. go for well, it. Well, I'm thinking like, if that is the case, right, that still those likes are still, if we're thinking about it from like an attention economy standpoint, which I know you're familiar with, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, it, it's almost like Instagram functions as like this, this interesting buffer of like, it like takes like negative and positive ions and it just condenses it to like the least common denominator, which is like attention. And it's like, even if people who hate your stuff or thought you were a joke or whatever are engaging with your information or with engaging with the material, Instagram likes that. So it actually probably got you more, right? Like, yeah, I, yeah. In that concept, yes, that you, you are right. Like it's, yeah. And damn, I but also, but in, internally though, right? It's probably, it's probably super fucked. It, it, it overall it is fucked and <laughs> yeah. i thought instagram was doing this thing where they're gonna get rid of the likes on your thing so you don't mm -hmm. have to see it but no one went through with that and i was kind of sad about that but whatever and, and the thing is like it's crazy there's, there's, no there's an extension you can, i mean you know about that right you don't have to see the likes on your gram you can install an, an extension that removes that i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure or maybe that's just twitter oh it's okay maybe it's well, just twitter actually I well, think I, well, twitter. well i'll check it out you know what i mean because to me yeah. that that would be beautiful i don't need to see that shit but yeah i mean i mean and that's the thing like you have my little sister who hits these like thousands of likes but also you know it's with her friends and all this shit and i feel like with girls it's different when you post things but i'm not i'm not gonna get into that i'll have hail hail or Haley will say can explain that to me because you know she's out there with her posts amazing posts but she hits those likes but um, <laughs> shout out to Haley. But uh, yeah, man, I think social media is interesting. I think social media has like definitely changed things. And well, that's another thing, like, because um, I don't know what's the best way. I guess I'll just say like this, like your age group and like folks just understand Josh is in Tucson with me and stuff. So like fun fact. And so when I say when we talk about this, I'm talking about this week and stuff. Anywho, main point here is uh just also tucson underrated underrated at least yeah. during pandemic underrated winter i, I can't speak to non-pandemic but it's been really if you want to go somewhere go to tucson it's well nice. i mean yeah i mean been here my four years now so before pandemic it's yeah definitely beautiful if you're a hiker a <laughs> climber uh a person who likes to wear some groovy bell bottoms and stuff and get you know microdose on some shrooms or whatever you know tucson is your place and um um, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. Though, what were you 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 asking or saying something before? Yeah, sorry, Tucson, we love you. But uh, oh, fuck, what was I saying? I kind of what was the last thing I was saying? I don't like. We were talking my sister. We were talking about uh, social media. We were talking about I I don't know what it was. But uh, okay. moving moving on because there's something about social media. Oh no, I remember your friend group. Yeah, so 
to give background, like we were talking, I was talking to Josh about, um, it's crazy how like we all have our role models and we all have people that, you know, you, you like to hang with, or you want to be a part of, or like you see, you look up to. And for me, it's crazy how it's your friend group or your, your age in general, mm. you know, like mm-hmm. your age group, it doesn't even have to be a friend group. It's just like that age. Of, like 29 year olds. Yeah. 20, 30. Like I, I fuck with it. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> the deal with it, but you guys like, well, you even know, like I, I said it a thousand times on this podcast that like, I, I was the only music I was listening to high school was London, Brockhampton, John Waltz, um, Skizzy Mars. Um, it's in that like realm uh, of people. And it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Like that's like everyone has a certain era. And it's like, there's something about your age group about there's something super unique. I don't know what it is, but. Well, um, if I were to, if I were to guess, and this would be, this is a big guess backed by no data that I, I have at my disposal. I think there's something about the, our relationship to the internet in that we remember and we have a life pre-internet and, and the internet is not, it's like almost an extension of our bodies, but like not yet. Like, mm-hmm. like our phones didn't always have maps on them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and so I think that there is like, there's just a natural born kind of like distinction of perspective of us being able to have kind of seen two different sides of it. And I think there's going to be probably some sort of similar, like when the, the generation of like internet first kids, I, I forgot what the terms, a gen, one of the gens um, yeah. who I, I'm sure there'll be some sort of like next distinction between like when people got like 5g or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know what even 5g is going to do for all of us, but you know what I'm getting at? Well, the yeah. thing is, it's like, so like, I don't know what the year it was, but Apple like came out Maybe the first time. Actually, go ahead. Yeah, no. no, 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 for sure. I was just saying, like you know, Apple came out with the first phone maybe two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I don't, I don't know. Don't, I don't really. Well, the the first smartphone that had apps like that. Yeah. Yeah, and there were phones before, right? We had phones before. Yeah, that. there was there there were flip phones. You know, <laughs> the old the old school shit or the big. My dad had like yeah. that big fucking thing with the in the eighties. But anywho, the Point, Motorola. Right? Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> it's it's and like so you were talking about you know seventh grade two thousand nine so the phone kind of so that was all happening when you were young and stuff you know like that all. Oh my god, in. yo! When I had yo, I had to pay for I had to pay. <laughs> well, I I like when people would send text messages, you had to pay a quarter. If you received a text message that was a photo, you'd pay a quarter. So like me, I remember my friends, especially my my friends who are girls, but. Like sometimes we would be like, we'd get like hundred and fifty two hundred dollar phone bills because like you met a girl that month you know and like <laughs> bro I would I would not be doing too well that's all I'm gonna say yeah and then they had nights and weekends so then you like wait till seven p.m. and then like make the call you know bro well see that's I appreciate back then when you just talk on phone you know or FaceTime I guess but I guess FaceTime now we have but like text messaging I hate I just hate it mm. um. I'm not a big, I'm, I'm really bad about texting, as you know. So, well, yeah. you're, you're pretty good with me. I mean, um, <laughs> um, believe me, I know worse people who don't like, they'll respond in a month or two with me. And it's yeah. like, they're like, for sure. And I'm just like, well, it's kind of late for that text. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like, and John Wall said it on the last one, you can get, uh, you can get like, a, you know, a whole week's worth of text in a 20 minute conversation. And yeah. 
it's it's so true and also you you hear the tone like you know i you can hear like how people are trying to sound and stuff because on text especially when i was do you young, voice message do you do like oh, a voice oh I've, I've been doing that this year a lot because like yeah. even like people i am safe when i drive but like you know if someone's like whatever texting me and like i can't you know let go of the wheel um i just click that thing and then i just start talking and um let my mind roll. It's like a podcast. It's like a mini podcast. What I'm saying on that voice message, which I love, because <laughs> I'll take little like pauses and stuff and try to uh, form my sentences. But it's a cool thing. It's a it's a cool thing. You can save it. So I I think it's cool. But yeah, I think texting, you know, that has all changed for us, and that has um, I don't know. It it it's very it's very different, and I don't know. I think it changed people's like. Well, I don't know. I feel like I don't know like. Cause I'm curious about your college experience as well, you know, mm-hmm. um, meeting people, you know, cause with technology and stuff was like, I mean, when we met, you're outgoing with me, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm just curious, are you just an outgoing, would you say outgoing person? Like, what was your college like per se like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, in general. Yeah. Um, I think the odd funny, the older I get, the less outgoing I become, but, um, I think that's also a lot of my outgoingness is like, it was born out of some nervousness. And also just like, I like being around, you know, people. Uh, uh, but um, in college, I spent so much time at, like, I was the type of person that just like kind of show up at your dorm and be like ready to hang, you know? Like, um, oh, yeah. yeah, that's definitely, definitely the vibe. Um, and then I think that uh, that just served me really well. Um, I also, um, but at NYU, something was interesting was it was, it felt I was fortunate that my my community, my school within NYU is very small. There are only 50 of us in my major. So like we all knew each other really well. Um, and then um, there was um, this organization on campus I was a part of um, a lot. My freshman, I really like my sophomore year, but it's called the, the, the Gentleman of Quality, which was like a, um, it was a, it is actually, let me rephrase that. It is a, a, a group on campus um, at NYU for, for men of color that was, um, I just related to those guys more than I think I did to um, a lot of the other folks on campus um, for a variety of reasons. But um, it, it, in short, um, I, I was I met a lot of people in college. Those, those I learned much more from my peers in college than I did from anything. I really anything like that. That was like for sure. Super like my 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 classmates and my peers were have been the most formative in my life. No no question. No no question at all. So you think college is worth it? You think for a creative person, you think it's worth going to college per se? Like, you know, back then, you know, with musicians and writers, they just, they went to high school or whatever. And then that, or maybe they didn't, they just did it on their own. They just wrote, wrote and, or yeah. create and hopefully they made it. I think it can be worth it. I mean, here's the thing, right? You have like, you have, it depends. Like if you come from a background of privilege and you have, your parents have connections um, or you grew up within a cultural context of like knowing what it means to do these things or to execute things at a high level from an art standpoint. The what college will do for you is it will you'll just get to meet more people like you or people who can get you closer to what you want to get to faster, um, or you know maybe make it easier for you to get a job or something like that. Um, if you do not come from that and you kind of like kind of like scratched your way there or um, whatever, you know, um, I think that college is hugely valuable because you learn, I mean, I, I like, 
I didn't know that people like went to like nice restaurants for fun really until I went to college. You know, that wasn't something that I did growing up. Like, or like, I didn't know that there were like, like kids, like 17 year olds were traveling, you know, like, like for, with I a, didn't know kids. that one. That one's new to me. Yeah. Well, like, like taking a gap summer to travel, like backpacking in Europe for like, I was, I was like, what? Like, I didn't know that you could do that. So anyway, so there's a lot of things you learn in college by being around wealth um, and by being around um, teachers who care enough or have enough life experience to be certified to do something and come back and tell you, here's how I did this thing. So, I mean, I, I think that it, it can be worth it, but I think it's obviously, I don't think it's worth it to like get a piece of paper, you know, um, even yeah. though that the, the whole, this world operates on pieces of paper, unfortunately. Yeah you know um but i would do it again in a heartbeat i would i would i would and i'm like i'm in i'm in a lot of debt you know and i would still do it again in a heartbeat those are some wise fucking words right there for real like <laughs> and i think like teachers teachers are underappreciated you know they are like i think they're like my biggest there's some of them are my heroes you know um yeah. they have inspired me like you said and you know they deserve a raise for all you teachers out there you deserve a fucking raise um because you, I mean, I learned stuff, of course, on the internet on my own, but, you know, I, I guess the way I'm trying to say is that the things I've learned on my own, but I got confused on trying to where to go next, yeah. uh, going through my teachers who, you know, that's like what they study, again, their help has guided me and breaking it down, you know, even for me, even more for me, like, okay, go look at this here. And then after that, go here and here. And then just the music and i'm taking i'm taking an not even an audio engineering class but like a waves class like learning how like sound waves work and like how yeah. how we hear stuff in vibration and i i enjoy that class so much it's like right up my alley and <laughs> it's so fun and are all the kids in the class music kids as well that that that's the crazy part it's split it's um <laughs> it's so some kids are like, you know, you know, trained musician kids, you know, they're in the orchestra. And then some people are just like, they just fuck around and make beats. And my teacher's like, um, I don't know. Well, I don't know if I should say this. Fuck it. We'll say it. I don't know. Anywho, he's just saying, if I get one more goddamn EDM or dubstep fucking remix on your project, like he told me, you know, on the Zoom one-on-one, Cause he's like, yeah, he's like, I appreciate you bringing the sitar or something or, or jazz for your project. I, I, I like listening to your project because I'm tired of hearing like, you know, four on the floor. Wah, 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 yeah. Wah, wah, wah. I like, you know, just like, and then you hear the rise and then it drops and he's just like, and he doesn't hate that music. That's not what I'm saying. It's just when you hear that music over and over, you get kind of tired. You want to, you know, mix it up. So I get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think, like, would you ever be a, t well, you were a teacher. You were, you are a professor. That's, that's the thing. I um, was a professor. Yeah. I taught yeah. English at Rutgers for a year. I remember you posted. And I rate my professor. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. You posted that. <laughs> bro, that's, bro, that's like, you made it. You, you made it when you some got of my Some of my former students uh, follow me on Instagram and I follow them too. Like not many, like two or three, but they're, they're all really nice. Um, so yeah. I would, I would, it would be so fascinating if you were my teacher. I would, <laughs> I would, I mean, see, I like the relationship I have with you now, you know, it's like, I told you, I see you as a brother or, a, yeah, or, yeah. Or, 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 or dad, as I say, 
you and Astrid, uh, dad and mom. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's cool to build that friendship though, you know, with your professors or people are older with you. Cause I talked about that before. Like it's crazy. You know, you can be friends with all different age groups, you know? Um, yeah, for sure. You know, you're, you, you're like, I, I'm I mean, those are like your community sessions, right? Yeah. You have those at your house. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, I love it. You know, um, it's really fascinating. And honestly, what I was about to say, and then I thought about it, it kind of it has to turn in with a quote. I'm bringing Alan Watts back into this motherfucker. Um, you know, he was saying, and I have it down here, so I don't fuck up the quote. It was something like, you know, waking, waking up to who you are requires letting go of who you imagine yourself to be. And that's like that perception, what we think of others. And mm -hmm. um, I think mm -hmm. that like, and I was talking about that with my friends earlier this week about, bro, that's deep because like, I think a lot of us, like we want to come off a certain way and we don't know how it's, how it's going, you know, how people really see it. And um, I think that's like, I think that has to tie in with the anxiety. People get peer, like not me. I don't know if it's peer pressure, but people like overthink about things about, you know, how, what do they think of me? Do they like me? Do they hate me? I hear this shit all the time with my yeah. younger siblings with trying to fit in and shit. Excuse me. But um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just curious, like on your thought of how, when you hear that quote, like, what do you think about when you talk to someone or do you ever worry or like your mind or you don't give a fuck. You just, uh, I'm Josh and they can accept it or they don't. Uh, no, I'm super self, super self-conscious. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that, that's, yeah, that's it. That's straight up. That's it. I, I don't know. I thought that for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it depends, right? It depends what the space feels like, but I'm, I'm pretty, um, I'm a, I'm like a big energy absorber. You know what I mean? So like whatever I'm receiving, I usually, either I'm intentionally like reflecting like a mirror back or not mirror, I'm reflecting like the inverse back. So it kind of like balances it out or the opposite. Like if somebody feels very closed off, um, it's very easy for me to um, embody that, which is not yeah. natural for me. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I like your energy, you know, <laughs> you know, I, but like, honestly, I, you, you, also, you ask great questions, you know, like, you know, like you, you, you can hold a conversation, you know, people, it's not like, I'm trying, man. I'm just... No, no, I'm not talking about this. I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, um, you know, you, you get in bed when you have a conversation, which is nice. And I think some people don't have, you know, with, with this idea of like persuading yourself, what other people think is that you're so easygoing and talking to people and you know you ask the you know great questions to like they're not even like they're you know those simple questions how are you oh what's your major or oh, what's this you you take it to another step of really trying to get mm -hmm. to know the person you know breaking in the wall instead of opening a door you're just going straight through just trying to get to know the person which to me yeah. i i love um no bullshit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's true. I, I, thank you. That's a huge compliment. Um, I, I think that part of uh, so a, a way that I found to do that is, is usually by kind of like saying also by admitting something or saying something that somebody might not normally say or admit. And then it kind of opens the door. To be like, oh, it puts the other person. Like, oh, OK, I can I can be myself ish. At least, you know, I don't have to be a thing. Yeah. And 
and you do i think the thing that i what at least i'm trying to work on is that you're smooth about it with like the transitions um <laughs> well i i'm just saying for, versus me I, I mean i'm very upfront with people yeah, I, yeah. I just tell it how it is but sometimes like i'm just a little like not i don't know if it's too upfront but i'm just abrupt i'm just like you know there's a quiet and then i'll just and i'll just kind of say it but and i could probably could like word it better and say it but at the same time i'm afraid i'm gonna forget about it or like my mind's gonna lose it so i just want to get it out there but that's something i definitely want to work on i think you and i don't know maybe something with writing you just you just you just have the perfect timing and then you just know when to pounce or when to say and well i think also there's like right it's like I get excited when I'm around people if I, and then if, I, if I'm excited about something, I, I kind of, I really get excited about it. And I think that um, it, it is natural for me to want to kind of, I don't know, bring that in, no, that, yeah. the excitement in, you know, into that in the engagement or that interaction. Um, it, it, it's, um, I remember when I started working in sales, uh, my first boss or sec- second boss, um, made a joke of how like I, I didn't know what I was talking about, but I was so excited about whatever I was talking about that the other person would just buy for me, even though I didn't know like I was an idiot, you know? <laughs> Bro, that's what they um, want. Yeah. They want you to sell. So <laughs> they, that's what they love, you know? Um I, yeah, I think and that's another thing. You gotta like that's like another topic right there. Like you gotta be careful when people tell you stuff because um if they're convincing, you know you know, I, I, I would probably believe it. If I don't know the resource, resource or research, there we go, of the fact you're trying to sell me, like, I'm gonna be like, okay, sounds good. He seems like a great guy. Boom. And like that has happened with like, I don't know, it has happened with me with musicians, like saying to me, like, making a promise of saying, like, let's do this song together, or whatever. I promise. Um, it's going to go so far or whatever, or like you do this and I can hook you up to this person and we can start that collab and I'll do it and I'll work on a song for them or, you know, whatever it is, or, and then it goes nowhere. And like, but I'm not saying that's the case always, but it has happened in the past where I'm more careful these days of who wants to work because there's so many people who, who show a lot of fluff, I'll say. And And I understand you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to collab you're trying to make the work and the music and stuff so you gotta have to like wiggle room and then whatever but well let me ask so like what would you not how would you go about it how do you how would you how do you go about your collaborations and you want somebody to do something with you or for you whether it be for fantastic or for you know music um well Interesting enough, Grantastic has been very easy. Music, on the other hand, it's it's a little it's a little bit trickier. So I'll start with Grantastic. Grantastic, I just and honestly, I really think it's because of having London and then John on. You know, seeing two people that a lot of the people I'm making like uh, and Sam, um, uh, these podcasts, which are the people I'm hitting up, they know these people or you know her, uh, know of them, and seeing that yeah. oh. I mean, it would be like if you made had made a song with Sam or London or whatever. It's like it's like the what is it like credibility? Correct. I guess yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. so. I guess so. They're like, oh, I need to get on this then. So it's like right. that. But it was music and like I have worked with Sam on music and stuff. And but I think I think with music, it's like the promotion aspect. Like so, 
that's 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 the hard part. I don't know where that came from, but my my gut just said say that whatever. But um, to I'm kind of jumping. I'm a little excited. If you can't tell. <laughs> okay. Um, but for music, it's harder because like people don't like starting off. People didn't want to work with me. People were like, "Who are you?" Like, and they just they said, "Show me your songs you made" or something. And then, you know, and and but a valid point. It was garbage. I I didn't know what EQ was. I didn't know what mastering was. I didn't understand. I just threw a kick and a snare and did a little adjustment with leveling. But, and I called, oh, that's a perfect song, which in fact, that was nothing. I didn't understand what a reverb was. You know, these, these are things that yeah. I, I now I, ha- I understand. I know what to use and stuff. So back then, I think it's also like, but, you know, it's like you said, credibility. Also, like showing your craft. I think, you know, showing my craft. And be, I think the point where I'm trying, I'm sorry, sorry, it's hard for me to figure out my games direct point i think it's just like i'm going on a little map quest here and like trying to figure yeah, out yeah, yeah. the answer i think i think the part where i'm trying to get to there is, it is map quest look, look at that maybe you're you're a little older you know yeah yeah bro maybe may i think i think the point i'm saying is that the, the navigator i need the navigator that would help <laughs> go ahead no, go ahead sorry yeah your, your, your point is um god damn god damn uh, um i my music is so unique we'll just say that it's hard to get people on here i think that's what it is uh to simplify it not to go wherever i went like the last five minutes is um i don't like making simple music i and i i shouldn't even say simple that's not the correct term i don't like making your average type of music, I, I, if that sounds better, you know, like just basic, whatever. I like, I like to get experiment with my music, you know. Um, so ordinary would be the word. Yeah, ordinary. I, I think that's a more appropriate word for that, for this context, because um, I don't know. I people like. I mean, I usually I used to make hip hop beats, as you know, but I, I haven't done that for a minute, and I have nothing against it. I'll still make a take a sample, time stretch it, chop it up you know, do whatever the fuck with it and then makes them cool. But I'm more into like live sounds now. It, like the, that's the thing. I've been doing a lot of indie rock kind of music lately and that's what the vibe or indie pop, I should say. And that's where we're at. But I also want to bring in jazz. Um, I also want to bring in classical music or classical ragas, like or classical Indian music, you could just say. And not a lot of people feel that you know they don't like it's a little out there and that's and that's okay and i have realized that you know not everyone's gonna like it but i i definitely wish i could find someone who's down to try it you know i think i'm just trying to find those people who are willing to get out of the comfort zone and stop being in that box of that music and i understand you have a box it's working for you and you want to stick with it by all means yeah but i'm always i like that person who wants to be the adventurer who's willing to take a chance to get out of their comfort zone and try a different genre, you know, and if it flops, it flop, but at least you tried and that's all what you can do. And I feel like, I feel like your, um, all of your podcasts should open with that statement. That way when people watch it for the first time, they know that's what you're looking for. So it's like, it's yeah. kind of functions for that too. <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to come back. I think it's, it's a better way for me to start. And that's the thing we're, 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 we're learning, we're learning trial and error, error on this podcast, you know, on talking and preparing and whatever you know like you know how it is i mean the, originally this podcast was just me having fun and just 
it's, it's literally me just telling people it's okay to be yourself. And, you know, cause I, I had insecurities with that since high school and, you know, a little bit at the beginning of the freshman year, but uh, there was a point where I just didn't give a fuck. I was just so tired of worrying and having this anxiety. There we go. Now we're making the full circle with all these fucking things I was saying. It is. The heart's the heart is opening up here. We, I mean, always, <laughs> open, but here we are. And like, I have these, you know, I just would give, I would worry so much or I was so scared. I would be so worried. I would just wear plain, whatever clothes I was worried, wearing just even bell bottoms. And like, cause you know, people did look at me when I did wear them, but then there was a point where I was just like, bro, I don't care anymore. And I think that had a weirdly tie into the, to this idea of like, we only live once kind of thing. Not like a YOLO, not trying to do that, but like, actually you only do live once. I truly believe after that, you just go back into your consciousness and that's it. And, um, I, and so I was just like, I want to, I want to live my life the best I can. I want to be happy. And if I want to wear some really giant fucking bell bottoms and, uh, you know, whatever the shoes that, you know, the strappy shoes that London has and, you know, and, uh, you know, some whatever pup daddy's jacket or whatever the fuck I want to wear or a farmer's hat, like, I'm just going to do it because I, it makes me, it, it, it satisfies me. I am content. And that's what matters. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah making sure you that person is content and not worrying and yeah i i just i just think that's so important and i don't know how we got to that from <laughs> your question with music but yeah. I, I mean yeah what's next let's what, what do you got next on the docket i'm in for this for my next yeah yeah well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah well the only the other, the other thing i'm i'm like thinking of just like wanting to know is that like you know, we talked, we, we, we talked, I mean, a, a few here and there, and then we talked a lot on the phone, you know, the, throughout the years. And I, I, I guess, like, I don't know if it's really a question. I mean, if you come with a question, I mean, that's the thing, whatever you're feeling, just say it to me and like, or pop a question, but I'm just going to say what I'm going to say is that I, I'm feeling, I just want to say, I appreciate you a lot. Um, oh, that's, that, that's where I'm going to, that's where I'm coming from right now that's what i'm feeling and i and i felt that last night and i told you that and i've been thinking about i've been reflecting that ever since my birthday since i turned 22 like that's what i've been doing i've just been feeling this like gratitude and a blessing to be alive just because of losing people in my past and you know not talking to them ever again and it sucks and you have to adapt and you have to find new things and filling the void you know as i said like there's this void did you listen to the uh, the J Electronica album that came out this year? Mm-mm, no. There is oh man, there's a great song at the end. Um, I think it's the last track. Um, it's A D uh, Aditya A D I T Y A. You should just listen to that album. That put it on the list. It's okay. a, it's, it's 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 a good one. It's yeah. Good one. But go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, you're good. I, I that's what I love. I love when people throw yeah. stuff at me. Get me going. There we go. Um, but yeah, I just, it's just, it means a lot to me that, you know, valuing friendship. I think that's something right there we can talk about, like that platonic love that I was going on. I think I was, t- I was yeah. telling you, I was telling you guys, like, that's what I'm, I want to like, and this could be for anyone too. I just don't want to make it sound like I'm selfish. I'm talking about me because whatever, because this is about everyone here learning and stuff. I'm just using me as an example, but I think it's so important to build that love of your friendships before anything else. Um, to know that you appreciate them because uh, I don't know, there was just times 
and maybe for you, if you have stories, go ahead, like times where your friends are there, but when you find someone or a relationship, you've kind of like put them on the side and focus on this. Oh thing. yeah. And I'm so- I'm notorious for that. That's like Josh. Yeah. I think many times in my life I've done that. Um, and you know, the, thankfully, you know, one of the nice things about friends is I think most of the time, at least definitely when you get older, you know, fr- your friends kind of understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, um, and, uh, and, you know, sometimes they haven't, or they don't, and that's, you know, that's also super fair. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that it is really valuable to, um, to prioritize your friendships. Um, it's really beautiful. You know, they don't really, they don't, what they, it's like, what is it? It's like your, uh, your friend is like your, there's this quote as like your friend is your needs answered or something like that. It's like a really, I mean, it's actually like, let me get, pull it from the, yeah. let me get from the book. Yeah. This is the prophet. It's a good book. Um, it's a classic. Um, and I, this is like the, I'm not a, a religious person, um, but there is, um, here it is. Um, there is, this, there are certain books which, you know, do it for me, and this, this is definitely one of them. Um, and um, hang on. Um, yeah, no worries. Here it, is. Oh, here it is. This is a good one. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's like for, for what is your friend that you should seek him with hours to kill? Seek him always with hours to live. For it is his to fill your need, but not your emptiness. So good, right? It's like you obviously don't want to be the person that's like, just goes to your your friends and you need something either, right? Like yeah. you have, yeah. you know, you can, that can be good. If you're like me, that can be God for you. You can just go to God when you need things. Um, no, <laughs> and not, yeah. you know, just, that's, a, that's kind of a joke, but uh, it shouldn't be, but it is for me. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think, it, I think it's important to, um, you know, to some of my favorite times, you know, most of my favorite times in my life have been with my friends, you know? So it's, mm. it's that's important. beautiful. Yeah. And I, after I realized I, I, I realizing that like my friends, they're everything. Like I love my friends and my family, like, but that goes without saying, of course, with my family. And there's a point where I see my friends as my family though. That's, that's, that's where I I get, yeah. So like, I, I have these weird, like, you know, like realms, you have one realm and then you have a second realm and a third realm and then you got the sun or whatever, or a universe. Yeah. Um, I, I see it like that with my friendships or like stuff. It's like, so yeah. like you're just like or karate you're building to the black belt or whatever like like you guys we get to a point where I have like acquaintances people who I just met and then you have friends yeah and then you hit like yeah like concentric circles yeah, yeah. but like and that's the thing like you, there's a point where these people like just hit the family I just see them as family you know um, yeah and. I don't, and I, and I don't like, I used to like kind of rush with that. Like, just like if I felt the vibe, I go with it, but then you got to build it. You gotta, you gotta have some ups and you gotta have some downs. And when they, when and yeah. I, I, the ones that I love the most, I love the downs because I, that's when you really see how that person is going to support yeah, you. I yeah. think, I think the struggle shows you how they can handle stuff. Cause if they can handle it, then everything's good. You know, it's all up from there. And friendship it's i don't know like i've seen that a lot like with struggles and especially with friends this year you know just like or even i think not even this year well when i say this year i'm talking about last 
you know, when I was whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think that the, the closer you get to people, right, the more likelihood there is because you care or because you're closer, there's also higher likelihood for like um, conflict or for there to be like something tenuous because you're changing or they're changing. And, and I think especially, especially when you're like in your like late teens, early twenties, like you kind of sense that the people that you're close to are also changing and you're changing. And sometimes those changes don't feel, they feel to some extent like, uh, diametrically opposed to, you know, a friend's worldview or perspective or how they're feeling. And I think it's healthy to uh, take breaks from people, you know, um, and maybe they're permanent breaks, you know, and, and maybe they're not. But I think that um, I think most of my closest friends and I have definitely taken time. Definitely. Yeah. And you know, it's the crazy thing about friendship and everything is that I feel like, and maybe it's different for you. Like the closest friends for me, it came through the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, not, not hating on my college friends or high school, like, um, or elementary, I guess, if you want to throw that in. But uh, I just, since high school, I was, I, that's, that's who I've been talking to. These internet people who, I think my, my dad were in his way. He was telling me like, you're the friends you're the closest people that who you always will be talking to the rest of your life is people who are in your workforce you know the people who are in the same like because you see them a lot and i'm not saying like he i mean he does talk to his college friends but that's like once a month and that's when they're they're putting the effort in because but other than that it's also different like right you have the internet like you like that's like not something like even like from i i've never made a friend on the internet Except for the only, actually, that's a lie. The only person I've befriended strictly on the internet was um, the my first girlfriend and like long term girlfriend in high school. But she went to the sister school. She went to St. Francis, mm. and you know she added me on like MySpace. You know, it was like that. Um, but outside of that, I don't think I've ever met some. I've like found somebody on the internet, mess and like first before I made, like I've like there have been times like there are people I've met at like shows and stuff where I met them for like 10 minutes and then now we're friends you know but never internet first but like I know a lot of people in your generation um, or even young younger uh, in that middle age like I mean you know obviously like like, like Brockhampton's like the classic right but like there's like so many other versions so many others of that that you know met people on the internet yeah man yeah. um it's crazy and did, so just curious with that, like the internet, like the St. Francis person, was it just she followed you and that's, and then that's how you talked or have you to like, or is it through a friend through a friend? I, um, I went to middle school with one of her friends and I went, and that girl I went to middle school with, we went to homecoming together my freshman year. And I think that as you know, you know, all boys schools, all girls schools, like a lot of the, you know, the shop talk is post dance, right? People uh, showing each other pictures and stuff like that. And um, I think she saw a picture of me and this, you know, with my friend and um, yeah. she's like, oh, like, this is a cute, cute kid. And then um, mm, there we I guess go. she added me, <laughs> yeah, she added me on MySpace. I didn't actually remember that she had it. And, um, I think what happened is that I became, well, I don't actually, I don't really know, but like two or two or three years later, basically, I just like was like 
probably going through it and I was like purging my MySpace list and I was like who's this cute girl that I don't know on my friends list I didn't add and then I messed her I was like yo who are you and then that's how we um okay I was gonna say wouldn't you say I met you through the internet through through a FaceTime well yeah but I I, I was thinking that too and I think you might be the only other one <laughs> um that was that that yeah that yeah. was rare that 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 right there, I still think today some weird universe shit of like <laughs> same fucking you know city through and high school and it came through London like that was some Christian all the hits, man yeah it has all the hits yeah it, <laughs> I, I I like to have a saying now that you say that, that it has all the hits <laughs> that might have to use that for real <laughs> but you were also talking about how you're not like a religious person um mm -hmm. so was that even would you even say that when you were like going to jesuit like did you just hate yeah. like when we had to go to like you know dress up go to mass you know every month or whatever is that just like yeah yeah i mean uh, i my, my mom's a evangelical christian and, and i just spent a lot of time in church when i was younger like two or three hours service. so so mass at jesuit wasn't bad it was like 45 minutes it was like okay, yeah you can do this <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I never like getting dressed up though because also like, I don't, you know, like cheap dress clothes are like the least uncomfortable, the least comfortable, like scratchy ass pants, you know, yeah. like JC Penny, like or like those like packaged, you know, mm, yeah. with the tie and the shirt, the Van Heusen joints. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are <laughs> not, and you're especially if you're like uh, growing fast, you know. So then it's like the fitting thing. It's then the shoes. Anyway, so I spent a lot of time in uncomfortable dress clothes um, growing up. And then um, I think that just the specific brand of religion that was advertised to me as a youth was just not, it, I had nightmares about like going to hell and stuff like that. So it's like, I think it left a mark um, enough to where I think I, I can definitely appreciate certain worldviews and also understand that like my relationship or my experiences with religion are probably not most people's or maybe they are I don't know but it, it's it's something that I kind of had to at a young age decide like I don't I'm gonna have to not rely upon this because I don't I don't like what I'm seeing here so I think that yeah. like I've, you know I've studied you know other religions or others takes on it and I think that they all can be immensely valuable and useful and I am happy and not too proud to use them <laughs> But I don't think that I would uh, ascribe to like uh, a walk of faith. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I mean, I've been preaching about that. Like, I don't, you know, the whole Catholic thing is just kind of weird to me. Like, I don't believe in it, you know, um, even though when my gut twisted in my stomach, like, like, feel like I just sinned for some weird reason. When I say I don't believe in Jesus or some shit, um, like right now, like it just did it. Um, I think that's just because. I mean, well, let's let like, let's get it like you know to put it all in perspective. Like, it's almost almost certain that a guy named Jesus existed, right? So it's just that's a fact, more or less. Okay. You know. Yeah. So, but you know, all the other stuff is like kind of like oh, you know, blast him away, you know, like. <laughs> no, that exactly. That's I like that because yeah, there could have been a guy named Jesus, but we don't know what he did, and like, and and that's the hard thing with like Hinduism, like. um you know, Krishna, he's a blue person, like, like blue, like avatar. And um, I, I don't know, maybe 
they had paint back then. I don't know. Or maybe he was blue. Or maybe Krishna is real. I don't know. That's why I have a hard time believing the whole Hinduism. But I believe in the whole spirituality, though. Like the karma is some facts to it. Yeah, I mean, it's also kind of like, think about the myths of our time, right? Like, of like, the public figures that we know a lot about. Like, and how much of that is real and how much of that is also like curated and created like they just had like less mediums to communicate and all of the need in the world because it was difficult to communicate information back then from distances so it's kind of like you know like if i think that it would be more memorable if somebody were blue maybe that's that is true though <laughs> that is very true if you have someone blue and and yeah, what does that blue represent? I don't know. You know, I have no idea, but I'm sure it does represent something. Now you're really not an accident, but he's blue. I they think. Blue. I, now you're really asking the questions. I didn't even think about that. I just thought he was just blue. I didn't even get to that deeper thought. So I love, love that. Love that angle you came out. I mean, also look at like it's not. A, <laughs> um, it's, why Jesus probably wasn't white, but let's talk yeah. about that. You know, like bro, you know? that is. Okay. Yeah. Actually, let's not talk about that. We know. Like, yeah, we know. But we've been saying, like, the colors mean things, you know? Yeah, but Jesus was not white. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, you it. know, it's, so it, it's like, it's like, it's just like anything. Like, there's a reason why, you know, we create like icons or like sim make symbols out of things, you know? It's like how humans communicate. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, anyway, so I, but, you know, do you believe in yeah. the universe? Like the whole, like, you know, I, I won't say karma, but like, you know, what, if you do good, if you do good, good things will come. If you work hard or like whatever you want us to think of it. Or he's just atheist. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I, I think that we do a lot of, um, I think we're all doing a lot of like reality construction, you mm -hmm. know? And I think yeah. that your experiences will kind of mirror what your presenting outwards so if you feel not not as a rule but like it's kind of like if you are um it's not like if you're like riding a bike somewhere if you're riding like for 10 miles and you can look at that bike ride like this this bike ride sucks and it's hard and it's challenging and then when you get back you're like oh man i'm so happy i finished that bike ride uh, or i'm sorry let me phrase it like, oh man fuck i finished this bike ride like i'm exhausted like man i wasn't worth it like, or you go to this bike ride and be like oh this is a very and like this is a very difficult bike ride. Like I'm real. This is a, this is tough. And, but I'm like and it's like and you get back like oh man I'm so happy that like I feel really good now. It's like nothing is different about those two experiences other than like really like what the takeaway is, you know. And I think that for me I found it more practical to uh, kind of try to take experiences and us like make some assumptions that it's maybe not supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen, but that like I'm but like. You know, I try to treat things like um, if things don't go well for me in a certain thing, I try to think it was like a learning experience. And then if I think of things like that, usually my life is better. Um, so I guess I'm a pragmatist okay. um, in that way. Um, and I do think that um, you and you attract, I think you attract pe people or worldviews or things similar to you or that things that are like adjacent to how you feel or think or approach things um, just by thinking or because it's going to impact what you do and you know yeah okay i get it and yeah I, karma yes karma yeah <laughs> I, I i i appreciate the all of that honestly yeah and then i guess that you know because i think we i think we nailed pretty much everything i guess the only other thing is like what are your like i mean because of covid and everything and you know 
I mean, what, what are your plans? Because COVID has changed a lot for a lot of people, you know, and because of that, how much has it changed for you? And what are your, what are your new roads or paths you're taking? I mean, I watch HGTV now. Um, so I'm like really interested in, um, either living in a place where I can buy a house or can rent cheaply so I can save up to buy a house. Um, <laughs> um, and mostly just because I kind of, I don't want to be in this, like the hamster wheel forever of, yeah. and I'm sure I will be in some capacity, but maybe hopefully not in the place that I own or the space that I live in, not the place that I own. Because you Tucson, own man, you know how cheap it is here. This is the place. It is cheap. Yeah. I, I'm not, not thinking about it. Um, and in terms of um, looking forward or like what's changing for me, it's like working remotely is something that I've been enjoying um, as I've gotten used to it. Um, it would be nice if I were around more people that I knew um, or that was more, it was like, I think my life resembled what it looked like before, like going to shows and dancing and stuff like that. Um, I'm excited to be spending some time, extended time in California for the first time in a long, long time. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I've been thinking more about my parents and their health, um, and, uh, even a lot of things, man, like my, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm, I'm looking forward to, but I do think that COVID, and we were talking about this last night, has accelerated my development as a person quicker. And I think that I've been really fortunate that the last like three or four years, I think almost everything that I've done has accelerated my development as a person had I not done those things, relatively speaking. Mistakes and all, you know? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, and I also, not to, not to make it spiritual, but I think it was like meant to be, you know, and if, if, you, if you feel that, um, because I think yeah. it's... Well, well, I, I mean, I, I'm actually gonna cut you off. So, and then we can no, go back to what you're saying. No, no, no go for it. Off. Go for it. I'm, I've been waiting. Go for it. Yeah, I, I think that it's. I think COVID is not. It's really tough to say that something like COVID is meant to be because of how disproportionately yeah. it has affected certain bodies of people. Um, rather, I think it's probably healthier to say that. COVID has fundamentally changed the way that humans are engaging with the environment around them. And in that, there are a lot of positives and there are a lot of negatives. Negatives. That's a way better because I'm not saying it was meant to be someone, your loved one's supposed to die from COVID. That's not like, of course not, you know, I'm just saying, the journey you've taken is meant to be like you're doing ah, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that's what I was trying to come at, not with COVID, yeah. but yeah. Um, because you wouldn't, you wouldn't be in Tucson right now. You know, we wouldn't, yeah. you know, I, this, again, this whole fantastic wouldn't have not happened, you know? Uh, and I was telling you guys, like, could we talked about silver linings and stuff? Um, you know, with COVID, big silver lining fan, big silver lining fan. Yeah, yeah, it 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 brought people who I kind of known like we're okay closer to a point like damn we do relate on a lot of things and yeah, 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 yeah. and 
I, and now we're talking more and now you're more invested into my life as I am for your life. And it's so amazing how, because, you know, I don't know. I just, I just didn't see that coming. I just saw like my close friends I still talk to were going to be there. But in reality, some of those close friends weren't the close friends. And, and I learned that and that's fine. And the people who were like, were my friends are like my closest friends, like family. Um, because we realized there's like a lot to take in. Also, just being in Tucson, the people who are here, uh, that's yeah, the people. The that's the people I'm, we're going to be around. Of course, if you're safe and negative from COVID, of course. But yeah, I don't know. I, I told you guys that last night. Like you and Astrid, like it's crazy. Like you know, getting to know you guys more and like I mean, we I we're getting to know Astrid more. Shout out to that. Shout out to you, Astrid. Uh, all love here in Grantastic, and you know, getting on. <laughs> And then with you, you know, we, we talked, but like actually hanging out more and just talking about life yeah. and um, I don't know, it's just beautiful. That's, that's the thing, which is so beautiful. And weirdly enough, we're like traveling in the same direction, Cali, you know, up to SoCal and up to SoCal to NorCal and that's it. But it's still cool, you know, that in a beautiful way, you know, I just... I like to appreciate things and I like to take like a moment. I don't know about you, but like, just yeah. like sitting and reflecting a lot. I think that's what I do a lot. I try not to talk or whatever, really just be quiet and just look around and take it in. Yeah. I, I think one, you know, I appreciate, I think what's been nice about hanging out this week with you has been, um, like remind it's been a bit of a reminder as to what it feels like to one to 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 be like kind of finishing up college and to appreciate how not even far i don't want to say that but just like the personal development that occurs over seven years Hmm. and seeing like how you're thinking about so many of the things that i thought about a lot back then and and now i was like man why don't i think about that stuff anymore i think a lot of that is because you know you, you 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 kind of uh, you find other things to occupy your brain that are much easier to kind of contend with, you know, um, or that are more manageable. So I want to say, you know, respect to you for, for trying to yeah. figure this stuff out and um, what it means to be here and how to enjoy your time here. And um, yeah, it's been a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, man. You, you know that I, I love you, Josh, like for real, you know that. And um well, I'll, we'll have you on here again. Um, yo, first you know, many, yeah, yeah, more many. You know, co-host one, or you know, you, me, London, whoever. You know, it, it can be <laughs> that that one. That would be that would be a cool one. Talking about your like roommates' experience, like because you guys were roommates, right? You were. Yeah, we've been roommates multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. See, see ta- talking about you know. When, yeah, we have, we have, <laughs> yeah yeah that would be that would be fun actually <laughs> that, 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 that would be fun just like going back and like and and i think you, you like real quick that you made a point about it's that's awesome that my conversations made you think about college your time like and just even knowing that you thought of these same ideas that i'm thinking about because i do sometimes feel like i'm i'm a little bit different from my peers here and there because um or maybe just because I'm in Tucson, you know, U of A and the party school and all that. Not saying like, not saying everyone's like that, but 
you know, me focusing more on like, uh, like understanding the universe and love and like, you know, spirituality um, and like being in the moment, you know, I don't, I don't hear yeah. that often with my peers. I, it's just, it's just not what I see a lot. You know, they're more focusing like, well, they did, but you know, I don't know, other things, other college things. So it's cool to hear that you had the same kind of, you know, experience yeah. ideas yeah. because that's, yeah. It doesn't make me feel like I'm out there, you know, I'm like, so that's how I see it, which I, I appreciate, I love, and um, I cherish. That's the word. <laughs> so yeah, man, well, this, this has been like a cool podcast. Um, you know, it, it, it was a little, I was a little bumpy at first going in little circles, but we, we came out strong, hopefully, <laughs> uh, you know, this is Josh, everyone. Josh, we love you. Uh, this is fantastic. And we are out. And also have a wonderful weekend, everyone. So peace. Bye, guys.